Hello and welcome to What Did We Just Watch, the show where we talk about what we just watched. I'm your wholesome know-it-all and resident movie buff, Zach Kuya. And I am your lion lover, Emily Coffin. <laughs> and last week, when it was my turn to pick... I yeah, gave this you, is on you. I no, because yeah. I gave because I gave you an option. I said, "Do you want good movie or bad <laughs> I movie?" Know how bad? I said, "Good movie or bad movie?" And you said, "Bad movie." So this week we watched Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams in Eurovision Song Contest: The Story of Fire Saga. It's it's a Netflix original, which means that if you're listening to this and you've never heard this movie and Go you, watch it. you want to participate, right now, watch it. Go watch because it. here's the thing: if you watch it with the energy that we watched it today, you're gonna <laughs> have a great time. If you go into it thinking like, "Hey, this is gonna be a bad movie, and I can enjoy a bad movie," you're gonna have gonna so much great. fun. It's gonna be good. If you go into it thinking like, "Will Ferrell made He's Step fun. Brothers and yeah. Talladega Nights, and Rachel McAdams is wonderful," you're you're gonna, you're gonna be, be disappointed. Sad. You're gonna be so sad. It's but it's it this is the this is the kind of movie that can be fun bad at least you know no yeah like bad bad I'll give it that. there's there's an a range of movies that are just bad bad yes. that are not fun to watch and that are also not good at what they're trying to do this movie i don't think it's good at being like a fun comedy mm-hmm. but at least it's fun at and being at least bad it has, it has a couple moments that are actually like yes i can laugh at a couple moments mm-hmm. at least in this movie and again if you go in it like oh this is gonna be dumb i can laugh a lot mm-hmm. that's the thing is the stuff that i laughed at when we watched it this time because we had both already watched it before. yeah yes when i watched it this time thinking like this is dumb let's have a good time there's a lot more that i laughed at because of just the sheer nonsense just knowing that what's the movie happening is. already. Yeah, it's almost better the second time around cuz you know. have no like you have no like expectations left. Right, which They've is weird. They've all been dashed and you've gone through your disappointment and you're like, "Okay, well, this isn't what I thought it was going to be, but I can yep. I can like have a little fun with what it is, I guess." So, let this be our forewarning that if you're going to watch this movie, we're doing our best our best possible job to undercut its whole thing as much as possible and say like enjoy it for what it is which is not a great movie but if you enjoy it for that you'll have a great time if you go in thinking like this is probably going to be a great comedy no you're not going to have fun on that note we should jump into our questions let's do it question number one is what's extreme and there is there's a lot to talk about here it's a very extreme movie it's it's I, but in no way kind of goes far enough. You know what I mean? Right. Like it is everything feels a little too subdued, but also like too nonsense. It's you a know step what I mean? beyond like, like a normal comedy, right? Like Will Ferrell is a an excellent comedian. Oh you know? yeah, he has Love made him. some very good comedies. I, I talked a lot of shit about him the past two hours, oh, but I think he's so funny. He's I love him. very funny. I mean, he is. Elf and Ugh. Step Brothers and Talladega Nights. He's right. very funny. Yeah. He's, this, had some, he's and, just and not very funny in this. All of his SNL era, he's so Wonderful. funny. So good. You talk about Need More Cowbell and Get Off the oh Shed and all those bits. Like, yes. he's so funny. But he doesn't always hit. No. No, he doesn't. Sometimes he does Blades his... of Glory and Eurovision and yeah. he just kind of phones it in. And it's like, 
Sometimes he does Daddy's Home, and I'm like, why does this movie exist? I did not exist? see that one, but the oh, title I did. alone makes me glad I did. I saw Daddy's Home in the theater. Of course you did. <laughs> You've seen a lot of things in the theater. I do. I love to go to the theater, and I'm sad Let's that the world is what it is. I know. <laughs> but, okay, one of the things that I specifically needed to talk about that's extreme is um, I feel like the writers on this movie were extremely lazy. Oh, for sure. I think there's a couple big plot points that they went, mm, they we gotta figure out how this works, so I don't sure. know, it just happens. Like, this band is supposed to be bad, but somehow they have to get into the Eurovision Song Contest, so, um... <laughs> just blow up What if everybody else, else just exploded just on a boat? Just explode Demi Lovato. You guys, you have to watch but this we paid movie. To, but we paid to have Demi Lovato, so, like, bring her back as a ghost twice for literally... Yes. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's talk about this for a second, and then I'm going to jump to another extreme. Yes. It's insane that the inciting incident of this movie is, like, this band that is bad gets sort of, by default, entered into the Eurovision, or the Iceland Song Contest. Yeah. Which is their precursor to the Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah. They get entered into this just literally drawn out of a box of submissions, right? Right. Because they want the Demi Lovato character to win. Right. And then they lose. The Demi Lovato character wins. And all of the other contestants of the Iceland Song Contest... Die a fiery they go, death. They go to a boat party, which our two heroes, which I'll remind you, are Will Ferrell and Rachel, <laughs> McAdams, Rachel McAdams, who are wonderful, <laughs> but bad in this movie. They both, they both decide that they are too sad to go to the boat party. And then turns out the boat just just explodes. <laughs> they just and the boat it, explodes, and that's how the movie basically starts. I don't understand. The whole the whole boat explodes and everybody on it dies, and it feels like they were like I don't know. I guess everybody explodes. What's a quick and easy way to get rid of literally everyone? Blow them up. Blow them up. Blow oh. up! He yelled Tell from. Him there's a party. He yelled from far away. It's just like. <laughs> that, oh, you're going away. They're in the middle Are of talking away? about it, and from the far <laughs> end of the room, so goes, blow him up. <laughs> and then from the far end of the other side of the room. I can't believe you're doing my bit. Okay, that sounds good, I guess. writing the rest of the movie. This is what happens when we record in a room in a that room has more space in that it. That is not just like my mattress that takes up the it's whole room. We start doing spatial <laughs> comedy in our in our audio medium. No, but they just they just blow up all the other members of the Eyes and yeah, Song contest. It and it's like, I don't know, I guess Fire Saga Like I get know. it. In any movie you gotta like make make stuff happen to make the plot happen. But that was a lot. Right, and and it's like a staple of comedy in general. Right. Is it like something absurd happens that puts the plot in motion? Yeah. Like Step Brothers, like... it's like two adult men, their parents get married and then they feel like they need to move. They both have adult sons who are man children. And right. then those two move in together. Like, that's also absurd, right? A yeah. lot of these. Like Will Ferrell style movies start that way. Explosion full of human beings, and then 
it's just something if the movie works that bit works yeah but if the movie doesn't work that bit doesn't then work and in this one question. it's like what the boat exploded i why because then that's another thing is they go to such great length to the, the beginning to kind of show that those two characters egret egret Secret? Secret. Okay, great. Yeah. I couldn't remember if there's an S. Secret and Lars. Secret and Lars. I just kept calling them Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams throughout the entire Yeah, movie. same. Secret and Lars. <laughs> Still missed it. Secret and <laughs> Lars. Um, they go to like, such great lengths to be like, oh, well, these are just very nice, sweet people. Uh-huh. And then suddenly, all these people they're competing with who they, like, respect... To an extent. Just die. Right. And, like, I get, like, they're a little, like, oh, my God, but we get to be in Eurovision now. But, like, <laughs> they literally are, like, jumping up they're and like, down. They're like, yes, everyone is dead. Everybody has died. And it just makes no sense. It's like anytime <laughs> they try to lay down any character at all, it just, like, is undermined by whatever joke the writer decided they thought was funny. Right. It's... Comedies, I think, are really good when it's about, like, things that the character would do that are funny. Exactly. So, let's, like, if we're talking about Will Ferrell, like, Elf is absurd, yeah. right? Oh, we're absolutely. Getting in, we're getting into the Christmas season, so I'm thinking Yay! about Elf a lot. One of my favorite Christmas movies. Probably, Me too. I'll, I'll say it, my second favorite Christmas movie. My second favorite Christmas movie, but I'm sure our number one are not the same. I'm sure. What's yours? Die is Hard. Is it Die Hard? Yeah. <laughs> Mine is... Home Alone. Not the same, but I do love Home, Home Alone. Alone and Home Alone 2. I tie them both. I can never decide between yes. the two. So. <laughs> Funny. But, um, you know, if if we look at that movie, it's it's a pretty quintessential Will Ferrell movie minus, Absolutely. like, his general, so like, fun. R-rated thing. And it, things in that movie are funny because it's set up like he is... An Silly. adult man who has yeah. lived with elves and doesn't understand how the world works. So he right. wants to hug raccoons and he wants to eat gum off of the bottom of handrails. <laughs> That's the thing. Oh, In this movie, so it's like, oh, these two are sweet and nice. And then a boat full of people explodes and they're jumping and they're up and down and cheering. And Will Ferrell is like sarcastically... Dumb. Like, oh no, but I guess that is sad that they are right. dead. It's anyway, like, yay! It's, it's like, like that it, doesn't make it, sense. It sways back and forth so like violently between like sarcastic and like dumb. Like yeah. the character yeah. is dumb or like the character's being sarcastic. It like can't decide between like, the two. Right before that moment, he's sitting sad on the pier. He's, going, <laughs> he's watching the boat party and crying like an idiot and yeah. then and then Sigrid walks up to him, and she's like, Lars? And he goes, yes, I am Lars. And it's like, yeah, we know, yeah, you know that, each other. You don't have that, to like, introduce you yourself. You established that, like, that's a thing you say. That's, that's not a even joke a joke. Between you. He never, like, it's not like a thing that is followed up on. <laughs> he hasn't established it. it. Which means it's not a joke. No, it's just him it's just being something nonsense. something somebody said that they thought was kind of funny and made it in the final cut. I think it's so... It's so tricky to pin down what makes a good comedy. Yes. Oh, and what for sure. makes a bad comedy because Because some of the things that make a bad comedy can also make a really good one. Right. Given the right people, the right director, the right writers, comedy the right is so, a million things have to go so right to subjective. make a good comedy. It's so subjective. Yes. And to make it work is such a like threading the needle specific thing to yeah, do. For sure. But sense. but the audience knows when it doesn't work. Yeah. You know? And even, you know, if it doesn't work, you can still enjoy it. There are 
And if you love this movie, like, that's fine. Yeah. There's no rules. I think you're wrong, but like, I that's okay. I don't love that's this movie, me. but you're allowed to love a movie that I don't love. Yeah, that's okay. You know? But it, there's something so distinctive about making a good comedy that it's hard to kind of talk about why was this one bad. Right. But when you can point at things like that where it's like, he just says, yes, I am Lars, and it it and is not a, a pre-established joke. It, it's not something they follow up on. Yeah. It's just him, like, not knowing how to act like a person. Which is never, like, a thing. It's not his thing. They're just, like, he's sweet and maybe a little not smart at times. Right. He's not, like, an imbecile. He's it's, not, like... It's the I same as, like, the, she carries around two drinks. Everywhere she goes. Every time she... She has the two coffee. coffees. She has two champagnes. She yep. gets two glasses of water. Like... It's a thing. She does it the whole movie. But there's no reason for it. It's never a joke. No, it's not a joke. It's, it's just like, like their excuse for thing. like, oh, this means we made a character. Right. It, because she does something that's kind of weird. That right. means we made a character. It feels and like. And I hate that feeling. It feels like freshman or sophomore year acting majors in, yes. in college that are like, mm, I need to make a choice. Somebody's got to be quirky. My character carries two drinks. And it's like. Okay, okay that can why? that can be something, but if it doesn't mean anything, like, if it doesn't do serve any purpose, why do it? Right. Like, uh, if you're gonna do if something like that, even they're not aware of it, what, like, what, what's the reason? If you're what gonna is do something, <laughs> if you're gonna do something like that, it should be informed by what the character already is. Right. There's nothing like, else about that character. She doesn't know what to do with her hands, so, so she, she carries two drinks. She doesn't do that. Or something. I don't know. It just there's never any reason for it. She just does it. She and just it's decides to, be, like, to have little, two drinks. Like, oh, I do quirky things. Right, and she does do quirky things. She's okay, very quirky cool. and silly, but that's like that's not a character. No, that's just Rachel McAdams. McAdams having My nothing else to do. <laughs> We've said a lot of names a bunch of times. It's hard. What did, I call, did I call Will Ferrell Will Smith earlier? Yeah, you called Will Ferrell Will, Will Smith. Smith. I don't want to hear so it. So I can't talk. I'm not one to talk right now. Okay, I got one more extreme we need to talk about before we get into <laughs> yeah, this let's question. Do it. Everyone acts. Everyone's accents are so extremely bad. different. So bad. They're so di- none of. The, they're all different. But then even when they get to Eurovision, everyone is actually supposed to come from different places. None of them. At all sound like where they're supposed to be from. Every accent in this movie is bad, except for the actual Eurovision singers who are si- who right. are in the movie from their own country. Who just sing. They don't even so, say anything. The girl from Greece, whose name I do not remember. I don't remember. And then the actual like Eurovision singers in the movie, obviously those work. But Will Ferrell and <laughs> Rachel McAdams... The, their accents nonsense. are nonsense. Pierce Brosnan <laughs> is in this movie. We're going to come back to that. His is a nonsense accent. Dan Stevens is supposed to be from Russia, and he sounds like my D&D character. <laughs> he sounds like nothing. He sounds like he's, he's doing a joke nowhere. about a Russian accent. He sounds like he's on SNL trying to like do a bit about someone who's from literally every country on the earth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just everything. All this is what I was gonna come back to because speaking of people whose accents are bad, Demi Lovato basically doesn't do <laughs> an accent. She's she supposed to be from none. Iceland and she just doesn't do one. Really clearly, they had her for like a couple hours one day. Yes. And they said, "Oh shit, we gotta figure out what we're she doing." She sang with her. a song and then said like three other lines. 
But she sounds like a they choir did not kid. Give her a trainer? No. She they sounds like a choir kid who's like really focusing on their diction. Yeah. But did not learn an accent no. at all. So okay. she's just like Lars You Lars, you have to understand there is something <laughs> afoot. And it's like that's not an accent. That's just you hitting your consonants really yeah, hard. It... That's not anything. That's nothing. <laughs> also, she just comes back as a ghost for some reason. Yeah. Let's, hey, I, unless you have something else to add, let's go to no, question number two please. and let's talk about this. Continue. Because question number two is what are your questions? And my question is, what is the line between fantasy and reality in this movie? None. Because it's 90% reality to the point that there are moments that it almost looks like it's a mockumentary style movie. Yes. Where they talk about like, yeah. this is rehearsal day one and here's a couple days later and like it's handheld shaky camera work yes. and it's like oh this would be fun if, if it, would it was following a fake band like if it was a this is spinal tap kind of thing yeah. following a, a fake band trying to compete in the Eurovision Song Contest but instead we get ghost Demi Lovato yeah, and also I, elves that are real the elves really bother me so much. And I don't know why, because there's so little of the actual movie. There what? are almost none of the actual movie. Other than they mention them a couple times, and then it's like a little zinger. Like, oh, they were real the whole time. It's, and it bothers me so much. It's the same issue I have with the boat exploding. That it feels like they didn't... They couldn't find a way to write that these things were going to work. Because... Right. The executive tries to full-on strangle Will Ferrell. <laughs> and he's like... Which, like, is a plot that doesn't make sense to begin with. Because no. it's like... If it, when you look at it, it's like, if that did not happen, the movie would not change even a little. No, not at like, all. Like, if it literally was just an accident and the boat exploded for no reason other than it was an accident. Right. That doesn't change the movie. It changes the movie not even a little bit, and it probably makes it better. Yeah. There's honestly, no reason for him to be like... why do we need this, like, diversion? He's talking about, like, like, Iceland can't afford to host Eurovision next year. Okay. We can't do it. What if cool. instead we just... I mean, that's, like, Can you not just, like, five. say, hey, we can't afford this. Can someone else do it? Is that not a thing? I mean, even if I mean, you... I don't know how it works. Even but. if you don't put that in the movie, you lose, like... Nothing. Two or three minutes of a movie that's already too long. Right, so you can't even claim it was like to fill time. This feels like a ninety-minute comedy, and it's over two hours. Is it really? Yes. Oh my god. It's too long. That was two hours. It's a total of four hours of my life now. <laughs> I have spent watching that movie. But oh, he no. he tries to strangle Will Ferrell. Yeah. Which is weird anyway, and then an elf throws a knife. From, like, up the hill. Like, it's a pocket knife, and it kills him. First of all, a pocket knife that small could not kill you. No. Like, this feels like something I shouldn't know. not that fast. But, no, he dies instantly, and that could have gone maybe an inch and a half into his back. Yeah, that wouldn't have... There's not not enough of a vital organ that close to your back that could kill you. Now, I know that sounds dark and ominous, but think about really where your organs are if you're listening to this. Yeah, just, like, take a moment. You know that's not going to kill you. Just really connect internally to your organs. Do a quick breathing exercise. Feel mm. feel out your internal organs. <laughs> I'm I'm wearing a crystal around my neck right now, so I'm allowed to tell you mm. how to meditate. Um, just like feel where your organs are. Uh, they're not near your back. So <laughs> the center of your back, that's not where they are. So. Is that what it takes to be qualified? Yeah. You just have to wear a crystal. 
Mm-hmm. Good to know. I need. Yeah. To, I guess I need to get one. I got this one because it said it would help uh, absorb my rage. So oh, that's good I'm not for you. kidding. That's what it is. Thank you. This movie Thank did not so help much. that, did no, it? No, it didn't at all. <laughs> uh, my phone keeps vibrating. Um, <laughs> oh, I need goodness. that. It has my questions on it. Uh-huh. But, I was going to throw to you, but I'll ask I'll ask another question No, please, question while I first. Like, slowly inch toward my phone yeah. while you do that. Um, my <laughs> question, I guess, is... Why? What are we supposed to believe about who's good and who's not good in nothing. this Eurovision Every, Song Contest? Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes any sense. Because here's at all in here's this movie. the deal: whether we're talking about who's a good performer and who's not, or who is a good person and who's not, not any of it makes sense. No, because Fire Saga, like it's the main band, bad. they're supposed to be terrible. They're not bad. No. They're better than Will some Ferrell, of the other bands. Yes. Like Will Ferrell cannot sing, and that's no. true. That's why they got someone Whoever to sing they for to Rachel sound McAdams. Like Rachel McAdams sounds great. She's so good. <laughs> but but the band is not bad. No. Like they write a pretty good like, song. Like Double Trouble is bad. good. I was telling you, but while we were watching it, I was like, had Will Ferrell not been singing in these. I, like, easily could have seen myself, like, downloading these on Spotify and, like, maybe throwing right. them onto a couple playlists. I right. Did. Like, I'd know, I would, I'd listen to Double a lot Trouble of is a good song without, yeah. like, Will Ferrell's voice. And admittedly, like, that's part of it. Will Ferrell right. can't sing. He's supposed to sound bad. But, but they as also, a whole, they're supposed to also be bad. Right. And they keep talking about how Sigrid is, like, a perfect vocalist. Yeah. And whoever they got to sing for Rachel McAdams, who I don't know. Yeah, I'm does a very good job. Yeah, is, she sounds great. Is very good. So it's like you can't tell me that they are not good enough to win the Iceland Song Contest, but that just when as singers, just perfect, they are good enough to compete in the Eurovision Song Contest. They Can can't I be both. Throw in like a minor, like semi question in here. Yeah, of course. Uh, near the beginning, they infer that, or they state that. Will Ferrell taught Rachel McAdams how to sing. Yeah, and she's way better than him. How? No. <laughs> Just no. I don't. Now, I have known voice teachers who I don't prefer to listen to. I mean. Right. We've taken voice. But he's not, like, trained. No. He's just decided he wanted to sing, and he's not good. Right. Both of us have taken voice long enough and yeah. from enough different people to know that there are people who can tell you how to sing that you wouldn't necessarily want to listen to right. sing. My voice teachers, personally, I would love to listen to. I think they're all wonderful. Yeah. But that sounds like I'm couching so that, like, Jacob St. George won't listen to this and be like, he doesn't think I can sing. Oh, I hope he does. Hi. That'd be fun. Hey, Jake. How's it going? <laughs> I'm so sorry I called you Jake. That feels weird. Yeah, that was oddly personal. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. I'm so sorry. All of my voice teachers, I Christy, think, are, are wonderful singers. Christy, how's it going, Christy? But, That's mine. But it's totally possible. Like, but he doesn't have that. He doesn't no. have, like, a training. They never he just is a guy who, who as a child, watched... ABBA in the Eurovision Song enough. Contest. That's all you need. And Didn't then he you know? taught someone else how we to sing. We wasted the last four years of our lives. I can't believe all I spent to do was listen to ABBA four and believe years, in our hearts. Four years and thousands of dollars <laughs> to learn how to sing when really I could have just nope, listened just to ABBA, ABBA and watched the Eurovision Song Contest. What a waste of That's my money. <laughs> I spent so much time hating Mamma Mia for no reason. For no reason. When it only could have helped me. It would have. It would have been 
thousands of dollars worth of Same. vocal training. Yeah, just to listen to Amanda Seyfried <laughs> and Meryl Streep. <laughs> oh, no. It's a good thing we didn't talk about that movie because I don't have nice things to say about that. Oh, I have nice we things will to say at some point because I also have nothing nice to say about that. Well, Eurovision, I still have nice things to say about. And it's that they tried. And they there's did. a couple people that they I did. like. And speaking of people that I like, and also... Are they good or are they not? Let's talk about Dan Stevens for a second. Please. Dan Stevens plays the competitor from Russia in yes. the Eurovision Whatever Song Contest. Whatever his name is, which I never remember. Uh, he's Alexander something. Something. But I mostly call him yeah, Dan Stevens. Yeah, because I think they keep calling him by his last name, and I was I'm like, yes. I'm not going to retain that. No. <laughs> no. But he, he is framed as a classic comedy villain. <laughs> That he, like, we don't want him talking to our female romantic interest because we want our two love interests to get together. And we don't want him to be good at singing because we want our main characters to win. And especially because they introduce him as, like... As, like, playboy party boy. Yeah, as, like, I am a lion lover. Like, I'm... And I have a beautiful voice and I'm just gonna steal you away. But he's great. Yeah, that's the problem that I have is... He's a good person. He's a... He his song is maybe the best in the movie. Yeah, I like his so much. His song is so every good. bit as good as Double Trouble and more fun. Double Trouble is not fun. I yeah. mean, the song that they sing in Icelandic is it's cool. Good. Cool, but but his like Lion Lover song is so good. fun. There's a reason like... he's the favorite in it, and also he's like Dan Stevens in this movie is kind of a himbo. He's hot in this movie i'll say it he is hot in this movie one he's hot he like, is he a himbo is. you're he's right himbo. you're right i because love he's a himbo. hot and himbo nice and is dumb like my like i love a himbo he's hot and nice oh and God. dumb in this movie he they've made there's like a whole point that is made in this movie when they go to like the eurovision competitors party that yeah. he throws that like Sigrid gets super drunk and ends up spending the night with him. And it's yeah. like a specific point that is made that he's like, no, nothing happened. You were drunk. I'm, I'm no, I would never do and that. And also I braided and your hair. And also I braided your hair. It's so cute. Like if you want to make him a bi- a villain, make it like she, rem- like not like she's forgotten, but like she remembers and just regrets it a little bit. Like you can, yeah. you can walk that line before it gets deeply uncomfortable where it's, it's just like, just... ew, I don't like him. But they didn't do anything. But then also, and then all throughout the rest of the movie, he's still just very nice. Like and they they perform proper. and it goes poorly in the semis of Eurovision. Like the hamster wheel rolls off the stage and she gets <laughs> choked the, the heck out. And Lars throws a fit and runs back to Iceland. <laughs> and. Alexander like stays with Sigrid and comforts her and yeah. supports her while she's getting votes. Rather than sitting with his own people, he sits with her and is right. like, "I'm gonna sit here with you and I'm gonna take care of you." And he's like a good supporter. And it's for not her. even in like a gross like I want to sleep with you way. Like no. he's genuinely just like I just good job. He's like rooting for her. Yeah. <laughs> he never. He really he's like so truly nice. doesn't even make much of an advance on her. No. Not really. Like you always. Like he flirts with her, and he's like, "You should come live with me." And he's right. He's commit. He's willing to offer up commitment Lars. right away. He says, "I would like to live with you. 
I think you're beautiful and your voice is beautiful and I would like to live with you and I think you're beautiful. We haven't slept together and that's okay. Great. Whenever you're ready. Like, Lars <laughs> spends the whole beginning of the movie talking about how like they can't be together because the music is more important. And, and also they might be related. And but. also maybe they're siblings. That's a whole that's another one of those weird jokes that is barely it's a joke and doesn't even, play at all. Like, but Alexander is like, I would like to make music with you and also I think you're beautiful and I would like to spend more time with you. And that's, and that's supposed to be our villain? Yeah, I don't that's get the guy it. who we're supposed to not like. That's nothing. He's like a nice guy. And then and then when they perform in the finals and like they go off script and they get disqualified for right. singing a song that's not the approved one. He, you know, it cuts to him off stage and he's like, you know, I'll still win. Obviously they won't win. I'll win. But I'm happy to see them, you know, happy. So even when he doesn't get the girl in the he's end, still he's like nice and polite and He's sweet. like, "Man, I'm glad it worked out for them. I'm glad they're okay." It... The movie frames him so specifically as the villain, and he is just not that at all. Right. Lars just... is the villain of this movie. Will Ferrell is the villain. He's the only problematic one in the movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, it makes me mad. <laughs> Do you want to ask a new question yeah, so we I can talk question. stop talking about Dan Stevens? I just why This movie really badly wanted to be two things. And it made me wish I was watching either of these two things rather than this movie. Okay. It really wanted to be Glee. And it also really badly, re, like, mm. really badly wanted to be Pitch Perfect. Yeah, it really So wanted, bad it wanted, it wanted to be It wanted to be, be half Mamma Mia, half Pitch Perfect. Yes. For sure. Mm -hmm. I think the Glee thing was mainly because Demi Lovato was there. And I was <laughs> Demi like, oh, Lovato is Demi, here. Demi Lovato dated Santana and that was cute. Mm, yeah. They sang some Beatles music together and that was cute. But then she and Britney got married. Anyway, I just rewatched Glee a couple months ago, so I'm still there. But this movie wanted to be Pitch Perfect so bad, like that whole sing singing sequence at the party yeah. is like the cringiest thing I've ever seen. I don't in my even life. remember what they call it, but it's so weird. It's what song are they even singing? I don't okay, remember. let's talk it's about Black Eyed Peas. Is let's one of talk them. about that because there are two songs in this movie that are grossly out of place. Right. One of them is the fact that they sing "I've Got a Feeling." I got a feeling for the Black Eyed Peas, yes. which <laughs> which I have not heard in so long. The funniest thing that happens in this movie is the fact that everybody, <laughs> everyone is singing like different songs like, in this melody it. and like going for it because in that song it's actual Eurovision yeah contestants, that's like cool which is cool it's, it's like a cringy scene but like it, it's fun that they I brought together actual about it Eurovision because it's very cringy but also like I like that they included actual people that were in it and they're right, very talented fun, people that were involved idea. in it but the I know nothing funniest, about Eurovision but the funniest thing in this movie is that while all of these actual Eurovision contestants are singing Will Ferrell gets relegated to the yelling part tonight he goes tonight's the night that's all he gets. That's what he gets in the big medley finale of that moment. Is he gets the yelling part of "I've Got a Feeling." What even is the other song? I can't even remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. It was not that important to me. It was cringy. So I the other one zoned out. The other one that plays a surprisingly large role in this movie is Pharrell's "Happy." 
Yeah, they sing which, it multiple times. First of all, is already famous for being in Despicable Me. Yeah, it's already famous like, for being why, in a how movie. How much money did they have to pay just to use it? And why would they bother? Why when they could do literally any other song? Happy's not a good song. No, it's not. I don't know if that's a hot it's take. It's like fun. It's fun. It was fun. I listen to it when I don't want to think or feel. It was fun for the two <laughs> weeks after Despicable Me came out. Yeah, for sure. And then after like that... Like what, junior or senior year of high school that was? So whenever, long ago. Whenever that was. A different lifetime. <laughs> at least, according to my watch, three decades ago. Yeah, at least. <laughs> Feels like a different time, a different era. That was like the Mesozoic era that it Happy really came was. out. <laughs> I don't know who that lady Is it was. supposed to be like a bit about like... Pharrell Williams and Will Ferrell, like the fact that their names are just backwards. No, if it is, that's not a good joke. It's not. It's not enough. It, that's not me even projecting. A joke. That's me projecting my joke onto this movie. Mm-hmm. I think that scene is so cringy. It's fun that there's Eurovision people in it. That scene is so cringy. Yeah. And it it's, just really badly wants to be that scene from Pitch Perfect where they're in like the where they, pool. They're in the pool and, and they do the riff the, off. Yeah, yeah, and that's what which it is. I also I seen Pitch hate. Perfect in so long, I hate. It. I don't like Pitch Perfect. I can't stand Pitch Perfect. I, it feels like one that I'm supposed to like. I, I'm a theater yeah, kid. I understand a lot of people like it, and at least with that one, I get why people like it so much. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I just it's not this for one. Me. It doesn't work for me. I feel like Pitch Perfect is a movie for people who don't actually sing. You know what I mean? Yeah, good point. Pitch Perfect is a movie so is for this people one. who do not sing. And this one. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Hey, do you have more questions? No. Then let's go to question number <laughs> I three. I got nothing. Because We've covered I wanna, everything. I want to talk about question number three, and that's why are you here, and that's where we talk about the people who are in this movie. First of all, Will Ferrell. He is... He's so much better than this Will movie. Will Ferrell is maybe the most hit-or-miss comedian yes. that I know. But he, like... Has the potential to be so much better. He can be so funny. He's yes. been in some of my favorite comedies. Absolutely. Ever. Like I said, Elf. He has the potential one of my favorite to be Christmas movies. some of the f- one of the funniest people on the planet. Right. Step Brothers is so funny. Talladega Nights, I think, is so funny. His whole run on SNL, he is so incredible. He played Alex Tre- Alex Trebek in all of the SNL um, yeah. Celebrity oh Jeopardy bits. Yeah. Like. It's topical so on accident. So good. Alex Trebek. Oh my gosh. Who, who died since the last time we uh, Very recorded. Very sad about it. I was never a Jeopardy watcher, but it still makes it. It's but he's just still like somebody Alex that's Trebek, always like you know? there, you know? Oh. Yeah. But, but he was he was just like so... He has the potential to be so funny. Right. But then sometimes he makes this movie. Yeah. And it's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> but then it's the conversation that like... I kind of get when it comes to especially comedic actors Mm. where the thing with them is it's like to an extent it's like I'm gonna make movies with people I'm friends with Mm -hmm. and people I care about and I'm not really gonna care about how good a movie it is. It's like the right. Adam Sandler thing where he's like, he just makes movies right. with his Right, he can friends, keep, keep and making like, and movies they can be with bad movies Kevin and, James and Chris Rock and David yeah, Spade. He can keep making movies and they can be bad all day long and nobody's, it's, He's and sometimes time and he makes mo- money off of them. Sometimes Will Ferrell makes movies with his friends, and it's Paul Rudd and David Koechner, and they make right. they make Anchorman, and it's incredible. Rachel McAdams. I don't know if they're friends. I have no idea. Sometimes, but, but sometimes he makes Anchorman, and it's one of 
I would consider the funniest movies ever I've made. I've never seen Anchorman. We're going to do it one day. Because I know. I need now that I know it. you've never seen it, we I have know. to watch it. I know. But he sometimes can make arguably the funniest movie yeah, ever made. Yeah, he's hilarious. And then sometimes, you know, he can just take an L on it and do something different. For sure. We it's need... like, because it's that thing. It's like, does somebody who... Is somebody who's considered funny, do they have to be funny all the time? Mm, a good point. Because, you know, like, I get it. I feel like it's a more stringent thing when it comes to, like, uh, dramatic actors. Mm-hmm. You know, people are more like, oh, you got to be, like, good. If Meryl Streep is bad actors, in a movie, we're going to complain. Yeah. If Ewan McGregor is bad in a movie, we're going to complain. Yeah. But if Will Ferrell's bad in a movie, if Adam Sandler's bad we're in a movie, we're going to be like, oh, okay, well, it's a comedy. Because I think... Personally, objectively, comedies are more difficult. Comedies are harder to make than dramas. Because it's, like you said, it's so subjective and it's Mm -hmm. so, like, personal. Like, whether you think it's funny or not. Because there are people who think this movie's really funny. My parents both thought this movie was really funny. You know people who thought this movie Mm -hmm. was really funny. Like, they exist. We are not the only opinions that exist out there. Right. I think we're the correct opinions that exist out there, <laughs> but we are not the only ones that exist. As long as we agree, And that's okay, especially with comedy. I think it's yeah. such... Comedy is a really personal thing. It's right. whatever your life has been and whatever you've been through. Because comedy is a way to deal with bad stuff in your life. Right. And it's like, it just depends. What's your What's your personal brand of trauma you've been through <laughs> that's what you think is going to be funny or at least it relates to what you think is right that's funny. the thing about you know making movies like this is drama you know james mcavoy is always going to be a good dramatic actor absolutely and even when he's in a bad movie i'm gonna go oh but he's james mcavoy good, is good in that movie because that's just understanding emotions unless somebody chooses to really phone it in in the end you're trying to tell me about something that is sad or intense right. or angry. And those are pretty universal. Like, we all understand right. these things are sad. It, Death is sad. It's you so... know, loss is sad. When it comes to comedy, that's... Paul Rudd is not going to have a perfect record. No. Even somebody who is can be as good as Will Ferrell is not going to have a perfect record. Because in the end... I, we're not all going to find the same things funny. No. We, there's kind of, I think there's a universal constant to sad. Yeah. There's like a universal because understanding of loss is sad. Separation is yeah. sad. Some of these things are sad. When it comes to funny, it, it's pretty well understood that funny is different to a lot of people. Yeah. We all have different senses of humor and it doesn't necessarily work for everybody the same. And I think part of it is like this whole thing where it's like, Drama is also a million different things. I'm not going to pretend mm-hmm. drama is just, like, Absolutely. one thing. But it's, like, when it comes to drama, people respond to, like, traumatic things very different ways. Yeah. But the way, at least especially now, our society is, it's, like, very much, like, okay, well, we all respond to trauma differently, but we need to respect and acknowledge that we can acknowledge trauma different ways. So there are a million different ways you can acknowledge trauma. You can acknowledge serious things and they are still valid. But when it comes to comedy, everybody has their personal one. And if you don't fit your, if they don't fit your personal one, it's not funny. Yeah. It's very, it's way easier to be like, oh, well, they're just simply not funny. Right. Than it is to be like, oh, well, simply they don't understand emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a yeah. harder thing to do. Right. 
Okay, let's talk about more people in this movie. I'm gonna just yeah, maybe gonna, we should. I don't know. I'm gonna throw just some quick like one hitters at you from yeah. this movie. Let's just get into them real quick. Dan Stevens. Yeah. Wild that he go. He was like Beauty and the Beast, and now he's in this movie. Weird one. Yeah. Weird. And he's he's very good. Yeah, he's really good. In of this, all the people in this movie, he's good. I think good he's in the it. best out of everybody. In I this think movie, he's personally. the best one in this movie. I like want to see more of it. I wish he was in more of this movie. Yeah, I like him a lot. I Can just we talk about his like resolution though. Can we? Yeah, may we? We got. We just gotta. We... we gotta bounce off of it real quick because it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's okay. So, I feel like it's more my 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 wheelhouse to discuss. Please, um, so yeah. near the end of the movie, secret. I remembered the S this Nailed time. Nailed it. Secret goes up to him and is like, "Hey, I need to ask you something." Are you gay? <laughs> Just very, like, point blank, are you gay? Right. Which, like, isn't really a thing that has been shown to be a concern. Like, there are a couple things where you're like, oh, okay, maybe he likes guys also. But, like, it's right. not like... But she also thinks... She never seems like... There's he, a moment when she thinks that they might have slept together. Right. She doesn't <laughs> seem, like, concerned about it until the end of the movie when she says the line, are you gay? And he says, what? No, Russian people... There are no Russian gay people, people in be. Russia. It's not possible. That's not a thing. It's too like, cold up there. That's... And it just becomes this weird. Is she like as she like throws a bunch of labels she at it? She's like going, gender fluid. Gender fluid, non-binary, non-binary. And I go first Bisexual? off, those aren't like, the same thing. It's very weird. And that's not. I that's gender. That's not like I I can't tell you. Is the joke that she doesn't understand the difference between gender identity and it's, sexuality? It because be. I don't think it that's is. A, because this that's movie way isn't too nuanced. nuanced enough yeah. to know. That I said it to you earlier. This is a movie written very blatantly by straight people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, it just reeks of it, especially in that moment. And I was just like, I. Like, is this a joke? Is this supposed to be funny? Like, are we saying he is gay? Right. I can't not? tell you why it's bad like, also, or wrong or problematic, but all I can tell you is that it is weird. Because very clearly, that's my thing, is like, even if he was gay and you didn't want to have like a romantic relationship with him, it's shown like throughout the movie you like care about him and you have a relationship with him. Right. Even friendly. if it is like a platonic so, like, why is that suddenly the, like, make or break? Like, if you're gay or not, this is, this is, We have like, to talk about this We now. need to have a conversation right now. Yeah, it's... Uh, it just makes no sense! It's weird. I don't... It doesn't... It doesn't it's work It's so weird, me. and I don't understand it, and... It feels homophobic, but it's not homophobic. <laughs> I'm gonna make yeah. that clear. It's not homophobic. It's but not, I, but it, it, it like kind of feels like it. like it is. Exactly. As a member of the LGBTQ community, yeah. it feels a little homophobic, but it's like like it's not though. Let's let's talk about some more names. Yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah. about Dan Stevens is the last is like we're gonna go down from there. We're gonna go yeah, smaller yeah, yeah. from there. Pierce Brosnan is in this movie. He sure is. Why does he have two different major motion pictures where he, a major plot point is ABBA, the band? I don't know. How come he gets to be in Mamma Mia and this movie? I don't know. Because it's Probably weird. Probably because whoever made this movie just liked ABBA. And so they liked Mamma Mia. So they liked Mamma Mia. So they said, who's somebody I can get from that? Well, I'm not going to get Meryl Streep. 
I can get Pierce yeah, Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan's got nothing going on. Yeah, that's he's got a, nothing going on. Huh. I hadn't yeah. even considered that. That's a really good point. I bet Thank you. the director just really... <laughs> I make them sometimes. I bet the director just was really into ABBA and was like, I would like to make a movie about ABBA. Who's in movies that I like? Right. Oh, I love Where Mama did ABBA Mia. get their start? Eurovision. Great, I, let's make a movie about Eurovision. I love Mamma Mia. Who's in that? Pierce Brosnan. I wonder if he'll be in my let's movie. Let's get him. Huh. Yeah. Really interesting point. I'm surprised Amanda Seyfried doesn't show up in this movie. Genuinely, <laughs> I'm surprised she's not in, anywhere in this. If, it does kind of feel like I'm shocked sort of she's not Demi Lovato's character. Interesting. That feels like that's what would have... Yeah, right? Like, I feel like yeah. they at least asked her to do that. Excellent and she segue. Said no. Demi Lovato is in this movie, and that's she is. funny. She does not do a, a, an much Icelandic at accent. All. She also doesn't do much. She sings a song, and, and then beautiful. she dies. Yeah, and then she dies. Okay, we, at some point, you, you know, she's had her own things that have kept her out of the spotlight. Yes. But we've got to talk about her as, like, one of the premier vocalists of right now. She's has her a voice beautiful is voice. I love her. I've heard some people talk about how they, like, are like, oh, her voice still sounds like she's from Disney Channel. And I think, you're wrong. <laughs> she sounds beautiful. Listen, Sunny had her chance, and now she's moved on. And she's, I love, I have always loved. Demi Lovato was like, I was never into the Jonas Brothers when I was a kid. Mm. I was into Demi Lovato. I watched yeah. Camp Rock for Demi Lovato. <laughs> I watched Sunny with a Chance for Demi Lovato. Speaking of being a member of the LGBT community. Right, exactly, 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 exactly. I, oh, goodness. Speaking of which, uh, Princess like, Protection Program. That's the other yes, one. Yes, yes. But specifically there, I liked her. Selena Gomez was, like, I liked her, but she wasn't, like, my specific thing. Demi Lovato, loved her. Day one. Love Demi Lovato. Every time you hit the table, I watch the audio spike on the computer, <laughs> and I go, ah, I can't fix Gotta that. Gotta make sure everybody's awake. Y'all good out there? Why are you doing that? <laughs> uh, also in this movie, Graham Norton. <laughs> A lot. A lot more than I remembered it being. <laughs> A lot in the movie, Graham Norton. Because I was like, oh, they got him to do, like, two lines, and then there's, like, a whole scene where every other line is just him just, like, commentating him on commenting happening. on things that are happening elsewhere in the movie and that's what's odd is like it's not just he's there it's it's almost like he is doing his show in the middle of the movie <laughs> because he's just commenting on Which the rest of the I movie. welcome because I used to love the Graham Norton show I don't really watch it anymore I used to be a frequent watcher of the Graham Norton show specifically during my middle school early high school Tumblr phase when I was like oh Tom Hiddleston, Benedict Cumberbatch, and Martin Freeman are going to be on there basically every other week. I'm in. Let me in there. David Tennant? Yep. You got David Tennant yep. as a guest? I'm there. David Tennant, thank you. You got Matt, Matt Smith? That's his name, right? That's another doctor. Matt Smith? Yes. That's uh, the one after David what's Tennant. What's the one before David Tennant? What's his name? Chris? Christopher Eccleston. Chris Eccleston. Yes. I used to be very into Doctor Who. But yeah, it's it's very strange just having him be in the middle. Yeah, it's odd that he is just in this movie. It's it's so clear they just like showed up at the Graham Norton shows like central office wherever they are in the UK and we're just like, "Hey, can we please just get you saying a couple lines <laughs> for right. our movie?" And he was like, "I mean, I guess." And then they just ushered him into a room where they could be alone. 
Because the background looks like super weird. Like mm-hmm. I can't tell if it, it green screened it or it just doesn't movie. match. He's not there. Yeah, it's just a very different place. Which is another reason it's like so blatantly trying to be pitch perfect. Because those moments with Graham Norton are so clearly trying to like mimic. I don't remember either of the actors that are the like announcers in Pitch Perfect. Mm-hmm. But it's like so blatantly trying to be that. It's. Oh my God, I can't remember. Yeah, one That's of them is. Um, oh, it's the they're guy. They're both very famous. I'm literally like, I know them. She's both. from The Hunger Games, uh, and no, he is from a ton of stuff. While you hunt for this, um, I was perfect. going to just. I went to look up a name of another person I want to talk about, and I, I discovered that there's a character in this movie named Johnny John John. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because he doesn't. The actor doesn't have a picture on IMDb. <laughs> John Higgins, John Michael Higgins is one of them. And Elizabeth and... something. I wish I could remember her name, but uh, I'm gonna talk about Johnny John yes. John for a yeah, second. Yeah, talk about him for a minute <laughs> because while I find who it is. that's a, that's not a name that's ever said in the movie. <laughs> that's a joke for just the writers. Just somebody in the writing room was just like, "Can I just have one?" Thing can he that's just funny? be Johnny John John? Just like, can I laugh about the something? actor Elizabeth Banks? Elizabeth that's Banks, yes. Um, the person that I was on IMDb to look up is let's throw out another name. Natasha uh, Dimitrio. Who's that? From uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yes. Yeah, Plays yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't even know what you would call her role. She's like She's a, like a choreographer, choreographer, I guess. I guess. Some, yeah. I hate that we did that. I, but stop she's stealing like, my stuff. She like helps them out. And she's wonderful, and it's weird that she shows up in this movie. She's and also, there for like a she's minute. the only person that's funny the whole time she's in the movie. Yeah. The and she's only there for one. like a minute. Yep. And that's probably why she's funny the whole time she's in this movie. Yeah. And that's all the people that I have to talk about. So we need to go to question number four. And question number four is inspired by... Oh, wait, Rachel McAdams. I just oh. love her. Yeah, okay. That's, that's all. Rachel McAdams is better her. than that's this movie. my Regina George. She deserves so much <laughs> She's better, better than, than this movie. movie. Question number four <laughs> is inspired by a listener like you. And if you think you can inspire us, if you want to tell us about a movie <laughs> we should watch, if you think you could inspire a new question, if you just want to say, hey... Hit us up at wdwjwpodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on socials at wdwjwpodcast or on Facebook at what did we just watch. Uh, hit us up, you know, send us suggestions, questions, inquiries, thoughts, prayers, hopes, dreams, whatever speaks Recipes. to you in that moment. Um, also, if if you know you're listening to this on your podcast player of choice, drop us a, a rate and review. It means a lot to the show. Um, I learned. This week that we were, at least at some point, ranked, like, number 49 in arts and entertainment in Saudi Arabia. Whoa! <laughs> Just a real How random thing that? that one of our podcatchers sent us. Um, that's fun to know. You yeah, know, you learn new things every day. It. So shout out to Saudi Arabia, if that's you. <laughs> um, we'd love to hear from you. If you're not from the U.S., it'd be cool to hear from you because... The only people that we really know that listen to this show are, like, friends of ours from the KC metro area. Yeah. So it'd be cool to hear from, like, people who are farther away than that. But question number four 
is what kind of person plays this on a first date? And Ugh. man, we've waffled on this question for the last few weeks. No. I'm going to tell you right now, the per- the kind of person that plays this on a first date is the kind of person who is wrong. Yeah, the kind of person who actually thinks this movie's funny and they're wrong. Yeah, because you don't... If you think this is like a fun, bad movie to watch, you don't do that on a first no, date. No, that's like at least second date, probably third date. Right, if you're watching this, you've already established that like, hey, it would be fun to like watch a bad movie and kind of... Kind of like mystery science theater riff over it, like yeah. as a good time. You don't, you don't do that on a first date. No, that's. And not I what think if is. you want to do that, you know you don't do it on a first date. So Especially if you choose this it, movie tries to be a romance so bad and yeah. it fails so bad. Yeah, if you do that on a first date, like if you choose this movie on a first date, it's because you think it's funny. Bad. Don't like it. And and you know what? If that if that happens to click. Congratulations, you've done it. But, wow, but <laughs> I'm amazed. If you're if you're me, that's not a good choice. And I'll go. Oh, we're not on the same page at all. <laughs> I would pick almost any movie over this one. Yeah, quite honestly. I think this is an easy. No, this is a bad choice. So let's go to yeah. question number five. And question number five is: Could someone else have done better? I have a couple of thoughts I want to throw out. Okay. Let's talk about slightly aging comedians. Yeah. Let's okay. talk about yeah. slightly aging comedians who are better singers than Will Ferrell. Let's talk okay. about slightly aging comedians who do a better job of committing to the bit than Will if Ferrell you say does Adam in this Sandler, movie. I'm going to punch no, 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 you in the no, no, face no, no, right no, no, now. Because no. technically he sings. <laughs> he does, and that's true. And I think there's something there. But what I am thinking is what if. Jack Black did this movie. Oh! Now you have to change the genre a little bit. No, yeah, it's gotta be rock music. His bit is rock, right? It's gotta be rock but music. But he sings. Did you hear his Time Warp? Yeah, Par- and or, it's not parody, good. Like his, his cover, cover of Time Warp. And it's it good. Was so good. It's good, right? So let's take I Jack never Black. I thought of that. Let's take singer, actual singer Jack Black. So we don't have to replace his voice because he is a singer. And also, we don't have to put up with a bad singer because, I mean, Jack Black is, he's not a singer for his singing. He's a right. singer for his performative qualities. Yes, but Will Ferrell doesn't sure. have that either. No. He can't stay on not, pitch. He's in movies. He's right. not like, he doesn't perform in front of thousands of people. That's right. Not, and Jack Black has It's a different thing. <laughs> Jack Black has that. Will Ferrell does not. Right. And Will Ferrell is so good at so many things. I'm yeah. not, I don't want to take that away from him. He's very funny. But this movie is asking for someone to sing. Right. And I don't... Jack Black cannot that's the thing. do thing. I don't get why they put Will Ferrell. Unless Will Ferrell was like I think he's in on it, it from yeah. the get-go. I think this is yeah. a Will Ferrell project. Yeah. But take this movie... Because Rachel McAdams, I yeah. don't think, does a bad job. I think they got somebody else to sing for her. And so when you take Rachel McAdams doing the acting and somebody else singing, if you you know conglomerate that into the performance that it is yes she's she's fine yeah. she's fun rachel mcadams is funnier than she gets credit for oh yes yeah yeah, yeah. this I movie is not a great example of that superior to will ferrell if you want movie. funny rachel mcadams watch game night with her and and jason bateman I have not seen that's that a one. very fun movie it's okay. a good time i enjoy her just yes. in general basically in anything i've never disliked her but i i think Give me a comedian who actually sings. Right. Jack Black is a fun choice for this movie. You change the genre a little bit, but he will commit to an accent. He will commit to, like, 
doing a rock and roll thing. You have to change the genre a little bit, and I get that. But that's fine. Like, Eurovision is not constrained to a genre. I have... No. I have a secondary pitch. Okay. If we don't love Jack Black. Go ahead. I already do, but it's okay. Do you... I I mean, I do love Jack Black. My secondary pitch is if you want to lean harder into comedy and you're worried about the whole rock and roll angle of Jack Black, cast Lars as Bo Burnham? Okay. Is that anything? Okay. Because, first of all, Bo Burnham has the look, right? Yes, he, he has the, very European. He's blonde and tall. Yeah. He's got that part of it, yes. right? He also has the, like, straight tone purity of voice yeah. that makes sense for and the style of sings. music. That's, like, what he does. And he sings. He's a musical comedian. Yeah. And he has the... I haven't... I if, miss Bo Burnham. Yeah. He really hasn't done much lately. No, I mean... He, not that I've seen. He, you know, had his stand-up specials that he did, and then he directed 8th Grade, which is very yeah, good. Yeah, I have not watched it. It's I need to watch good. that. And, you know, that's a very different comedic sensibility. Right. It's a very... It's a much more, like, realism-based comedic idea. Which I feel like would work better in this... Right. I and, don't know. I, mean, I don't if, know. It depends. If you ask him to lean into this... You, his stand-up stuff works for this style. Yeah, the like, like bizarre. Like he was style. on Parks and Rec for a little while. Like he's, it's not like yeah. he's never done anything silly. And the and, like, musical style like that he has makes sense for this movie. Okay. Right now, I've never seen him in as like a lead in a feature-length film. No, me so either. I don't, don't think. have like a frame so, yeah. of reference for it because I don't think he's been one. But. I think it could be a fun option. Yeah. I think Jack Black first, Bo Burnham second. We figure it out. I agree. Do you have anybody else that you want to throw in? I mean, my general, I don't have like specific names for you, but I just feel like this was a movie written about Eurovision Mm. by Americans. Yeah. This was very much written by Americans. I feel like this needed to be handed to some British people. Mm. Some. Mm -hmm. Scottish people, some Irish people. Maybe some, some Icelandic, Icelandic people. Icelandic <laughs> people. Like, there's funny people there, too. Yeah. Like, we are not the only people who have funny people. Hmm. Like, okay. Let I me... don't know. I don't know where John Oliver would fit in there, funny. but I'm, I feel offended that John Oliver is nowhere in Let this. me throw this you know at what you. I mean? Have you ever seen the IT crowd? I've seen, like... It's a show, right? Yes. Yes. I've seen like one or two it's episodes. It's a British show. I haven't show watched a lot of it. About. But I've seen a few episodes. About, obviously, IT yes. workers. If you haven't seen it, this is going to be a tough reference to conceptualize, but. It's been a while. Richard but... Iowade is in that show. He <sighs> is he? He is, he's the black one on the show. Got it. Um, <laughs> if you can picture yes. like the poster yeah, yeah, yeah. for that show, you know who yeah. I'm talking about. Right. Um, that's the thing that I know him from. I know he's done more, but that's the thing that I know him from. Right. He, I think, has a the European sensibility to make this work. Right. Because when you talk about, like, a European subject like this, I think some of that, like, drier British comedy makes sense to throw into this. Mm-hmm. He was also a person that I was like, he should be the next Doctor when they reboot Doctor Who. Yeah. Like, he, he should, he's got that sort of sensibility that he can play, like... Are they still in the, are they still in the Lady Doctor right now? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. That was the last time I checked in. And a I Lady Doctor? A, a Lady Doctor? How can ah! that be? Not in, not in the year of our Lord 2020. <laughs> yeah. 
haven't watched it in a while. I honestly oh. haven't watched it since like the very beginning of Peter Capaldi. Anyway. Yeah. That used to be my show, man. Me too. But Richard Ayoade, I think, is an interesting choice. And that one kind of just came to me as, as we were yeah. talking about it. But he's, I don't, I don't, as far as I know, he doesn't have any like musical background. Right. But neither does Will Ferrell, and he's right. in this movie. Like, who's all the people in the British The Office? Like, mm. but get somebody from there in there. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't somebody want somebody in there has. I some don't music. want Ricky Gervais to do this. No, I don't think I want Ricky. Gervais. And I don't think I want Martin, Martin Freeman. Freeman. To do no, this. I don't think Martin Freeman. But if you bring on Stephen Merchant as a writer, yeah, and there's something. Yeah. Like, There's I, a something. Yeah, it's just very blatantly, it feels... I've never watched Eurovision. That's never been, like, my thing, because I am right. American. I don't um, have the frame of reference for it. But it, it's like, it feels like it's written by somebody who doesn't really totally get Eurovision. Right. It feels more like it is making fun of Eurovision than it is, like, right. enjoying Eurovision while making a comedy. And the thing that works best in those Will Ferrell sort of comedies, when you talk about, like, Talladega Nights... Yeah. It's fun because it's not like NASCAR's dumb and none of it makes any sense. Like, it's fun because it lives in the world of NASCAR, but he is being funny. Right. Even like Blades of Glory is like. You acknowledge that it makes sense to some people. Right. Or you or or or, uh, Zoolander that he's in. You know, you talk about like male modeling. Like, let's talk about the things that are silly about it, but like it makes sense. This feels like it's kind of. Eurovision's insane, right? Let's make a movie about that. Right. And that's not fun. No. The the more mean spirited it becomes, the less f- the less fun it is. Right. The more it's like this makes this yeah, it just And what happens is that the people we're not supposed to root for, I want to win. Yeah. I want Dan Stevens to win at the end of this movie. That or so or good. the the woman from Greece whose yeah, name the I don't Greece. remember. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want She's one of cool. them to win. She's great. I don't want you know who I don't want to win? win? Sweden. I, Bad. Or Iceland. Or Iceland. Yeah, I don't want them to win either. I don't want any of Only the... Only because of... I mean, Wilfred. the guy who raps from Sweden is so bad. 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 <laughs> He's so bad. The worst of everyone they show. It's awful. That's the only one that I think Fire Saga has to be. <laughs> it's so bad. Hey, do you have yeah. more people you want to talk about? No. Beautiful. Um, I have one more and then we're going to go to our next question. And it's so small. It's so nothing. The Americans, you know, that show up a couple times in the movie, right? It's like this like fun, like, yeah. Oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're from Europe. I never talked about the show, The Americans. I was like, uh, my parents watch it, but I I have nothing for that. No, no, no. The American people that show up in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, ha. Americans are dumb. They're stupid. They like Starbucks. I want one of them to be Pete Davidson so bad. Oh my God. Why is one of them not Pete Davidson? How is one of them not Pete Davidson? That is like the most like... (laughs) generic not generic but like the most basic like if you want somebody who looks deeply american pete you davidson. get pete davidson get pete davidson and i just want him in more stuff i think he's so I funny too. i think he's really good it's so odd to me that he's on snl because he's not the right kind of funny no, for snl no that he's like a very different brand of he comedy he does weekend than the rest updates of that show. and he breaks during any skit that he's in like yeah. any sketch that he's in he doesn't. Which like he Bill Hader kind of did too, but like yeah, but Bill, Bill Hader fit was in an really impressionist, well so he yeah. could do it. Right. Pete Davidson is not that. Pete no. Davidson is Pete is Davidson is Pete Davidson. a stand up. Yeah. Who happens to be on the show and basically does weekend update most and of the time. And that's about it. Yeah. But 
give him like projects to work on and like King of Staten Island, he's very good in. Yes. It totally yeah. works. I think just toss him in as one of the Americans I think in this so movie. Too. I don't understand it's why. It's just fun. Because all of them are just random people. None of them are like right anybody. Right. That's like no. There's no. By it's anybody. just four people. Yeah. It's just four white people. Like, why would it not be Pete Davidson? Make one of them Pete Davidson. Pete like, Davidson's a random white person. Like, there's so many. Very rarely do, am I like. You know what I think this movie needs more celebrities. I think this movie needed a couple more celebrities. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why, but this specific movie, I was like, had there been a couple more like cameos by like famous cool people i might have like been a little more interested and i don't know why this feels like a cameo kind of movie that forgot all of the cameos yeah interesting yeah that's a good point yeah hey let's go to question number six let's do it question number six is would this be better as a musical no i don't want it now i know i know you're about to make it i can see in your eyes you're about to make an argument for it i don't want it i know you don't i'm holding my ground i I, don't want it i know you don't want it I know you don't. Because it's a little bit of musical already, and it's not good. It's not good. But what is our biggest problem with this as a musical? Will Ferrell. Because he can't sing. Yes. So if we take this, make it a stage musical, Eurovision is already a competition that is both about music, but about about the performative qualities Uh of the show. Uh Right? So instead of Will Ferrell... It's Alex Brightman now. And he's okay. doing kind of a silly accent. Yeah, I do like But Alex he Brightman. can sing. I That's like the Alex ticket, Brightman. is he can sing. But then this what's movie, the reason for them to be, like, considered the worst if he can, they can all sing, though? Just, we cut that subplot. The subplot makes no sense. They're just yeah. a tiny basement garage band okay. who has no okay. recognition... They happen to win the Icelandic Song Contest. Okay. They're underdogs in the Eurovision Song Contest. And then they, you know, they have their moment. But... Sell me but, on it. Who's playing Rachel McAdams? Who... Now, that's a great question. Um, I would love to put Jesse Mueller in that role. Yeah, I was, I was thinking Jesse or it, Mueller. Uh, uh, um, Taylor Louderman? Is that what you're thinking? Because that's who plays Regina George on... Oh, in the original good cast point. on Broadway. I was actually so already st- trained to act like <laughs> Rachel McAdams. True. I was actually still thinking waitress. I was thinking, um, is it Betsy Wolf? No, Kamiko. Oh, Glenn? Kamiko Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, Kamiko yeah. Glenn. I, oh, I like. I was. Her. I'm okay. I do like Kamiko Glenn. Alex Brightman, Kamiko Glenn. Okay. Are our leads right? You fill out the rest of the Some cast. Some people of color, we like that right. because there's not a lot of. Them. And I get that, you know, it's Iceland. I get that. Right. But, like, people of color occasionally live there, too. It happens, yes. But, I, you know, I think this movie already has a musical theater sensibility. Yeah. That it's, like, over-the-top kind of silly. If it was just dealt with a little better. If you put singers in it. Yeah. You take a movie that is a musical, but here's a novel idea. Put singers in it. I hate that that's, like, such a weird thing to do now. But like, no. <laughs> that's what's that's what's wrong with this movie. Yeah. My biggest complaint with this movie is that Will Ferrell is supposed to be in a band who, admittedly, kind of sneaks their way into the Eurovision contest. 
But, like, but he's like, still a singer. He's supposed to be a singer, and he's He's, he's supposed not. to at least have been able to train whoever Rachel McAdams is. Right. He's at least supposed to be able to do that. And right. I can't buy that he even does that. Let's... So, you know, we try it. You do the Eurovision thing. Eurovision is a live performance. Right. Do that. Do choreographed yeah. song and dance numbers. Do that Eurovision thing. Okay. But now it's live theater. And then you get to do your big, like, you get to do your big um, uh, montage, your yes. your medley. You know, you can do that in the middle of your show, and it's not so out of place because it's very play, out of place. I know who should play the Russian guy. Who? Because I it's have a pitch. 1,000% Christian Borle. Oh, that is a good pitch. It's like one. Th- he looks like him. He does. He I looks gonna, like Christian Borle. He does look like a lot like Christian Borle. I also kind of want Aaron Tveit in this. Song. I was all Aaron Tveit was, was like my next because Aaron Tveit has the like harsh jawline and features that make me think like oh he should be the intimidating Russian, but like it turns out he's nice the whole time, right? And is not actually a villain at all. Right. And Aaron Tveit kind of has that. Christian Borle, I think, can accomplish that too. Oh yeah, he was. He it. Yeah. And Legally Blonde. He can pull that off. Yeah, he can for pull sure. off Nice Boy. I just like Aaron Tveit and stuff. Yeah. I also like Christian Borle, but like, I get it. He's got his, he's, he's got his controversies. He's got his moments. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I just like his voice so it's much. It's part of the deal. But I'm just, I just think, I think this movie already has musical theater sensibilities. I'm not going to say you have me sold on it, but no. like you have me more convinced than how I started, which was absolutely not. Yes. I think I think this is one of the few that I would say I think it would get better as a musical. Yeah. And a lot of times, yes. you know, we talk about this question it's like, well, maybe not better, but should we do it? I think this would be better. I think so too. If it were a staged musical. Right. Because, because a I lot don't of the best parts of those movie. movies are the music. Right. And they cut away from it way too fast. Because they don't want to lean into it. Or the they thing. cast people who don't sing. Right. And Will it makes it sing. worse. Dan Stevens sort of secondarily sings. And yes. I still think he's one of the better parts of the movie. Oh, yeah. For and sure. And I think that's because of the way his character is written and, you know, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But when it gets to the music part of it, you know, let's... Throw a Christian Borle into Lion Lover yeah. and sing that song. Oh my god! Okay, but for imagine him in just, something rotten in like willpower. Just for like a moment, Aaron Tveit singing Lion Lover. What does that do for you? It does. Don't ask me that. It does something special. Don't ask me that it? on a medium where other people are going to hear it. <laughs> uh, don't do that to me. It. Mission accomplished. Aaron Tveit is hot. Um, is. Anyway. Future Tony winner, Aaron Tveit, because he's yes, the he only is, one nominated. Yes, he is, because he's the only one nominated. Woo! Goodness. Of all the movies, this this might end up being our longest ever episode of Is it show. really? Yeah, we've been recording this a long time. Okay, listen, bad movies are easier to record about than Bad movies are easier movies. to talk about than good movies. It's true. And I think... Listen, I think you could make it better as a musical. Yes. It's I agree. one of the only things we've talked about that I think could objectively yeah. be better as a musical. Yes. But that's the thing is a bad movie is never going to have the audience to make no. a good musical. Yeah. Because I think you could make a good Eurovision had Eurovision they song contest. If it that musical. way, it would have done great. Right. I think. But it's instead it's a bad movie that will just, you know, be on Netflix for a while and then yeah. go away. Yeah. 
please, if you're listening to this, go watch Eurovision Song Contest because it is a good time. And if you, if you watching it could turn it into a musical, I would feel so powerful. It would be so good. And also, get Aaron to listen to our We pitched it, so I feel like they would have to put me in it. Seven degrees of separation. Somebody knows Aaron to Get him to listen. New game. Can. I play the Dan Stevens role <laughs> when this becomes a musical. I guess Can I'll, I be the Russian who's actually a nice secret. guy? Yeah, I don't I want be to secret. be Will Ferrell because I don't think <laughs> no. I like him. But I could be Dan Stevens. This is me doing my literal D and D Russian accent, which sounds exactly like Dan Stevens. Let's talk about question number seven. Let's do it. And question number seven. Is what do you rate this film? Yeah, do you yeah, wanna yeah. do you wanna go first on sure. this one? Yeah, what do you got? Um, as you saw, I had some difficulty with mine <laughs> because I had a very simple question. And I was like, mm, I'm gonna base my rating off this. I simply Googled how many countries participate in Eurovision. This turned out to be a very difficult question because apparently it changes year to year, which like I mm. guess makes sense because new countries enter and. I guess sometimes they're rejected and, like, it's a whole thing. I don't know your... If you go on Wikipedia and, like, Google what how many countries do Eurovision, the charts that show up are, like, the most confusing things I've ever seen in my entire life. I had to Google it, like... I had to phrase it, like, three <laughs> different ways before I found, like, just a clear answer. And finally, I was just like, how many countries did it in 2019? And it was 42. So I rated this movie. Right? That seems like a lot. That's a lot of countries. That seems like a lot. I mean, I guess only so many make it to the finals, which is the only thing we right. filthy Americans ever see. But I rated this two out of the 42 countries <laughs> that participated in Eurovision in 2019. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I didn't... One I of those two, at least, is Rachel McAdams. Anyway. For sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I would say I... I'm like giving this movie a rating, but right. I'm okay. gonna give I'm gonna give my 12 points to Beetlejuice. I'm gonna give my 10 points <laughs> to Die Hard, and I'm gonna give my eight points to Elf, and nice. I'm not gonna give any points okay. to Eurovision Song Contest. Fair enough. Um, apparently that's how Eurovision scoring yeah, works. Yeah, it's weird. According to this movie, it makes no sense. I Eurovision is I'm like. I'm sure it a, makes sense if you've like grown up right. with it. As an American who has no idea. I didn't understand any of that. If we're talking about movies that are musicals, I'm giving my 12 points to Sing Street. And if you haven't watched yeah. Sing Street, do it now. Sing because Street is good. that's the best version of a movie that is a musical, in my yes, opinion. Yes, it's good. And that is, I know that's a bold statement because there's a lot of movies that are musicals. It's really Sing good, Street though. is the best one. Um, also, I clearly, Eurovision is my global cultural blind spot because I don't know <laughs> right, anything it, I about know Eurovision nothing. except for when it makes like international. Right, if it's on like Twitter, I see it sometimes. It's the only time it. I know what's going on with Eurovision. Having rated this film, let's go to okay. question number eight. And question number eight is for you for this me. week, and I don't have to think about it. Yeah, I know. Question number eight. I had to think about it really hard. You did. Question number eight is what are we gonna watch next week? So Emily Coffin. <laughs> What's the next episode going to be? What are we going to watch next week? I'm really nervous. Because I decided to dip my toe into something I don't entirely know very much about. But I want to I talk about it. Okay. I want to start on it. Interesting. Because it's a, it's a big old franchise that I don't know very much about, quite honestly. Okay. And it took me a minute to pick which one we were going to start on. And I said, you know what? Let's start with episode one. 
We're going to do the Phantom Menace. (laughs) 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 Initially, no, because you saw me go, fuck, I don't know which one I want to do. Because initially I went, I want to do The Force Awakens. And they went, no, I don't want to do, I don't want to do the new ones just yet. Let's go with one of the prequels. So let's just start with the, let's just do episode one. Let's just start there and we'll go wherever we want from there. Oh my goodness. The Phantom Menace. Let's go. We are diving into Star Wars. I have watched next Star week. I have watched the Star Wars prequels once in my entire life. Oh and it was boy. a long time ago. <laughs> and then I had the Monopoly board. That was the prequels. <laughs> and that's all I got. I fully recognize I'm not gonna like have a lot of prerequisite knowledge to offer here, but I can give my like initial like, oh well. As a newcomer, this is what I think, though. So, <laughs> so we're going to do the Phantom Menace. Let's do Star Wars prequels. I know. I was like, I can't believe we've been, like, it's, tw- this is episode 27. Yeah. We haven't done Star Wars. We're approaching 30 and we haven't There's done Star Wars. There's nine Star Wars. Ten. Eleven? Eleven Star Wars movies. There's nine episodes and, and then two ha- Star Wars And then Solo and, Solo and Rogue, um, One. Rogue One. We haven't done Star Wars. Boy, we need oh to boy. do a Star Wars at some point. You Let's do gonna, a fucking Star Wars. You're going to let me dig deep into I can't wait. No, because I've wanted to know more about Star Wars for so long, and I've just it's just never been my world that I've lived oh in. Oh, boy. This should be But I like time. Star Wars a lot, so. Man, Star Don't call Wars. me a fake fan, because I just, like, vaguely kind of like it. Episode one, The Phantom Menace, of all the Star Wars ziz. <laughs> to do on our show. I skipped to, from The Force Awakens to The Phantom Menace. I have a lot of thoughts about what order you should watch the Star Wars <laughs> Oh, in. I'm sure you do. It's a point As many of, of my friends in high school did as well. Yes, it's a point of contention yeah, among yeah, Star yeah. Wars fans what order you're in. But we've already decided we're going to watch episode one first. We're going to really... Why not? We're going to get into the grit. The beginning, a very good place of, to start. Of Jake Lloyd and pod racing and all yes. of that. And all that. Natalie goes. Portman and Kira Knightley. Yeah, we get both of them in this movie. Yes. We're going to talk about that. I have a lot of thoughts about that, too. But most importantly, we're going to ask the 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 fundamental question of what number we do. Number one. The number it's one. It's why we do the what basic, we do. The building block, the cornerstone of our show. What did we just watch? I don't know. Will Ferrell was there. Will Ferrell was there. And Regina George. Around. And also the Beast.